Hello and welcome to the Sahaj Yoga Meditation Program on Sahaj Library. So if you've been listening to the meditation podcasts on Sahaj Library, you will you would have learnt something of what Sahaj Yoga is and what Kundalini is and you would have learned about the other chakras in the solar system. Today we're going to talk about the quality of the Sahasrara chakra, or the chakra at the crown of the head. So let's have a look at some of the qualities of the Sahasrara chakra. So chakra, as you know, is wheel or a wheel of energy. And the Sahasrara chakra has 1,000 petals in the lotus. So the other chakras we've been looking at have, say, four petals for the Muladhara and, for example, 16 petals for Vishuddhi chakra. Well, the Sahasrara has 1,000 petals, so it's quite immense, the number of qualities and different aspects to this chakra. When you go deep in your meditation, your uh, sensitivity becomes more acute. You will actually feel those different petals. Um, sometimes you may feel a catch, but it's in one part of the Sahasrara, a particular part of it. And also you might feel the energy actually coming out of Sahasrara and you might feel a coolness uh, coming down over your face and other parts of your body as the Sahasrara increases in, in size and strength. So the <laughs> interesting thing I've also found when I started meditating was that Shimanaji uh, opened the collective or the primordial Sahasrara in 1970. It's as though we've begun the journey at the top, at the at Sahasrara, and we've, as yogis in the modern times, we've had to come back to the lower chakras and clean those after actually receiving our realization. So in traditional in the traditional studies and the teachings, realization was only attainable after quite severe tapasya, um, after extensive uh, cleansing of each of the chakras along the, in the spine. In uh, I'm not sure particular order, but say for example, starting Muladhara, Swarastan, Nabi, Void, Heart, Vishuddhi, Agya, trying to clear each of these chakras trying to purify, to allow the Kundalini to to rise. Uh, but Chimanaji has almost done, allowed us to get to the goal first and then then go back and clear the chakras. So she's given us access, access to Sahasrara and given us that experience of the silence and the connectedness. And then it's up to us to go back and clear the chakras. So it's a bit like say, building the roof of the house first and then going and Building the the um, uh, building the walls and the rooms underneath. So, uh, for example, Sri Buddha spent uh, extensive periods of me in meditation trying to attain this state of realization, and eventually he got there after a reputed uh, forty nine days of continuous meditation. But before this, he went through quite severe tapasya starving himself and trying to 
obtain a pure state of being. But he, uh, he then interestingly found the balance or found the middle way between self-indulgence and self-mortification. And this is uh, similar to what the teachings of Sri Maharaji Nirmaladevi and is symbolic of the central path in the subtle system that uh, we must keep life in balance and must live in a balanced way to sustain the balance in the chakras. So what else can we talk about in relation to Sahasrara chakra? The interesting thing about the Sahasrara chakra is that all the qualities of the chakras from Muladhara to Agya are integrated at Sahasrara. Sahasrara is also where the where each of the deities that look after the chakras below Sahasrara have their seats in the Virata. So it's another level. So it's like uh, the deities that sit on the chakras within our subtle system are at the level of our human level or our um, at the Atma and at Sahasrara that's the link to the Paratma, to the uh, universal energy, the Param Chaitanya, or the Virata. The Sahasrara is where we can go beyond the mind, beyond the ego and superego, to experience the silent state. And that feeling of being connected to the all-pervading divine energy. Once we reach the Sahasrara, our attention moves into the infinite, beyond the relative, into the absolute. So an another significant quality of Sahasrara Chakra is the state of thoughtless awareness, of silence. So that silence can be obtained by reaching Sahasrara and it's really the Kundalini that takes us there. So there are two things to understand here. Firstly, the attention is a quality that we use to focus our awareness or guide our awareness or it's really where our awareness is and the, secondly the kundalini is the power behind the meditative experience and the kundalini will take our awareness higher if we allow it if we just allow that gentle process to happen the kundalini can take our awareness to sahasrara and we use our attention to express our desire for the kundalini to follow it's a very subtle process and you'll learn how to do it. At first it's difficult to achieve, but it becomes easier as the Kundalini within us grows stronger and we are more aware of what it takes to get to the silence. Say, for example, when thoughts start coming into our attention, you'll find at first you latch onto the thought and you run with it and you find up to 10, 15 minutes later you realize, oh goodness, I've just gone off on a tangent here. Let's come back to the meditation. So you'll start to watch your mind more and you'll realize when really interesting thoughts come up into your attention, say, no, not now, not this thought. You'll know how to dismiss it and keep your eye on the, on the prize, so to speak, on the silence of meditation. And as we get better at this, we can remain in the thoughtless state for longer. 
So the thoughtless state and the present state and the present moment are sort of one and the same. When we're in the thoughtless state, we're in the present moment. We're not in the past or in the future. We're not trying to project into the future and we're not reminiscing about the past. So they're very much related, they sort of intertwined the thoughtless state and the present moment. So another quality of Sahasrara Chakra is becoming part of the collective consciousness. Shimanaji has said that it was very difficult in the early 70s to give people realization because there were only a few people on, on the planet who had realization. But now as more and more people have their realization, it's working through the collective consciousness makes it easier for other people to obtain their realization. So if you can imagine that you are now connected to a universal energy that other people are connected to, that is the collective consciousness. So it's a, it's a living energy that we are connected to and information flows in a subtle way through the collective consciousness. And once you have your connection to that, you can actually feel on your subtle system remotely, if you like. You can put your attention on a place or a person and you can feel on your subtle system the state of balance of that place or that person. Another interesting thing about Sahasrara Chakra is that the heart, the heart chakra and Sahasrara are very much connected and you could say the heart is seated in Sahasrara. If you've been listening to the discussions on, on the heart chakra, you'll know that the spirit resides in the heart chakra. And so then the spirit becomes more connected with the Kundalini and the Sahasrara Chakra and the Greater Divine. And in a way we start to become ruled by the heart rather than the brain, rather than the mental processes. So it's nice to put the attention on the heart and the Sahasrara at the same time if you can and feel your heart opening up to the divine love. So when we are above the mental state, above the mind, which is at the Agya chakra level, we become more into the joy and the pure love. So just to go back on, on that, that point there, the brain and the ego and the superego do not nourish the heart, it's the Sahasrara, the Kundalini that nourish the heart. So I'd like to take you through a guided meditation now. Let's listen to a piece of music while we settle for meditation. This is a track called Nagpur by India Lucia.
with the Sahaja Yoga meditation program and we're talking about the Sahasrara Chakra today. And it's important to realize why there are so many people in the world today searching for spiritual meaning in life. This can be linked to the collective consciousness in humankind rising, giving people the desire to search for more, search for a meaning, search for a spiritual depth. And the, the search may be outward. It could, be, it could take people on a long journey. It can take people into books, uh, reading literature, to music, to uh, festivals, uh, looking for different gurus. But the actual the answer can be found within us. Srimataji Nirmaladevi has made it relatively easy for us to have self-realization as she has opened the door or given us access to the all-pervading divine power. In her presence or in the presence of someone who already has their realization, the Kundalini will rise from the sacrum bone to the top of their head, passing through each of the chakras along the axis of the spine. So I'd like to take you through a guided meditation now where we can strengthen our realization or if you're listening for the first time we can awaken the Kundalini and give you that state of being in thoughtless awareness. So let's um, find a comfortable place to sit and we're just going to give ourselves 10 to 15 minutes out of the day to really nurture that quality within us, to nurture the spirit and the kundalini and our subtle system. So take off your shoes if you can and so you can feel a little bit closer to the Mother Earth and loosen any tight clothing, take off your glasses. So you may have been through this uh, several times now, listening to the meditation podcasts. We'll just go through the process again because it, it helps to strengthen the experience of the realization. So we're going to be addressing the Kundalini within us as Mother. And we're going to start at the Swadhisthana Chakra, which is just at the level of the hip, where the hip and the torso join. So you can put your right hand and press the palm on the left side where the hip and the torso join. So the stomach and the leg there in the corner there when you're sitting down. And we're going to ask, Mother, please, may I have the pure knowledge. Mother, please, may I have the pure knowledge. can ask this as many times as you feel you need to. Mother, please, may I have the pure knowledge. 
And by asking for the pure knowledge, we are asking the Kundalini to begin to rise from the sacrum bone. So we'll follow the path of the Kundalini. We'll move our right hand up to the left side of the stomach. So the Kundalini will rise through the center channel, but we are expressing our desire for this Kundalini to rise on our left channel. So we place the palm of the hand just on the stomach. And here we are expressing a desire for a quality of our self-mastery to be established. So we affirm here, Mother, I am my own master. Mother, I am my own master. Mother, I am my own master. Now we take the right hand up to where the spirit resides, in the left, left side of the heart. So you can place the palm of your right hand on your left side of your chest. And here we affirm, Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. Now we can take our right hand up to the left shoulder where the neck and the shoulder meet. And if you like, you give your shoulder a bit of a squeeze. So the fingers are behind and the palm, the heel of the hand is in front, just above the collarbone. And we can turn the head slightly to the right to stretch the shoulder muscle. This, become, this can become quite restricted and tense from all the, the burden of responsibilities and from feeling guilty. So here we affirm, Mother, I am not guilty. Mother, I am not guilty. Mother, I am not guilty. right hand up to the to the forehead and we can rest the head slightly into the palm of the hand and here we express the quality of forgiveness mother I forgive everyone and I forgive myself mother I forgive everyone I forgive myself. Now we can move the hand to the back of the head and we can tilt the head back slightly. 
to rest the, the head in the palm of the hand again. And here we just ask for forgiveness to help clear any blockages that may be preventing the Kundalini moving through the Agya Chakra. We express our desire for the Divine to forgive us for any mistakes we have made in our, in our seeking. Mother, please forgive me if I have made any mistakes, knowingly or unknowingly, in my seeking, in my spiritual path. Please forgive me for any mistakes I may have made. Now we can move the right hand to the top of the head, just slightly forward of the top, and stretch the fingers up so that we uh, tension the palm of the hand and you press down firmly, and just move the hand around in a little circle, clockwise looking from above to massage the scalp there. And here we can ask Mother Please, may I have my self-realization. Mother, please, may I have my self-realization. You can also say, Mother, please strengthen my self-realization. Mother, please strengthen my self-realization. the palm, lift the hand slowly above the head and then lower the right hand back to the lap. Now see if we can keep our attention at the top of the head or just above the top of the head there. So if you like, this is the seat of the meditation, the point just above the top of the head. So if you find any distracting thoughts trying to take your attention away, just say, not this thought, not now. See if you can experience even a few seconds of the silent state between uh, thoughts. Your mind may be very busy. You might not feel any silence, but if you keep just affirming not this thought, if thoughts come into your attention, you may feel a moment of silence. And this silence will grow as the meditation becomes stronger. This silence will expand and you'll start to feel a glimpse of the eternal. So we'll just meditate to the music for a few moments. For a few minutes. 
while we're in the meditative state, I'd like to read a, a poem by Rabindranath Tagore from the collection of poems called Gitanjali. On the day when the lotus bloomed, alas, my mind was strained, and I knew it not. My basket was empty, and the flower remained unheeded. Only now and again a sadness fell upon me, and I started up from my dream, and felt a sweet trace of fragrance in the south wind. That vague sweetness made my heart ache with longing, and it seemed to me that it was the eager breath of the summer seeking for its completion. I knew not then that it was so near, that it was mine, and that this perfect sweetness had blossomed in the depths of my own heart. I'd also like to read a poem by Blake, by William Blake. Thou perceivest the flowers put forward their precious odours, and now none can tell how from so small a centre can come such sweets, forgetting that within that centre eternity expands. So these are two poems talking about the, the flower or the lotus and they are beautifully symbolic of the Sahasrara Chakra, which is a thousand petal lotus. It's interesting that Tagore speaks about the lotus flower at the time when the, the lotus bloomed, that he felt that something had happened with him, but he knew not quite what it was and he felt that not all of him had responded in the right way, his mind was straying, he was preoccupied. And then perhaps he began to understand what had happened at a later time, as that subtle energy started to manifest within him. So let's have a listen to a talk from the founder of Sahaja Yoga, Srimataji Nirmaladevi. This large judgment is going to be done by this kundalini, the power within you. This is your own power. It has to be awakened. And once it is awakened, it passes through these centers as told to you and lets you know that these are your problems. These are the problems of your chakras. They may be physical, they may be emotional, they may be, could be also spiritual. And once you know these problems, and if you know how to solve these problems, you can be a very normal, sensible, balanced personality. <clears throat> That's not the only thing that happens when you get your Self-realization. Firstly, what happens to you is that when the Kundalini passes through your Agya Chakra, then you become thoughtlessly aware. If you see all the sciences they have created after religion, of, about religion, the 
talks and the whole thing is just mental. It's not inside, it's not innate, built within. So one thought rises, another thought falls, another thought rises and falls down. Some come from the future, some come from the past. And we are jumping on the cusp, cusp of these thoughts. But if you say, now, this is the present, stop your mind at this top point, which is the present, you can't, you just can't do it. Between these thoughts, <coughs> there is a gap. This gap is the present, but it's so small, it's so small that you cannot find it. But when the Kundalini passes through your this center, then these two institutions, as you see them, the conditioning and the ego are just sucked in. As a result, you become thoughtlessly aware, means there is no thought but you are absolutely aware, very much more aware. For example, if you look at this beautiful hall without thoughtless awareness, with the thoughtless awareness, then the whole picture becomes like a photo in your mind. Whole thing is stored up into every detail so clearly. Because present is the truth, past is finished, and future doesn't exist. So to come to the present, you have to have this new awareness called as thoughtless awareness. But when she crosses over and pierces through your fontanelle bone area, which is the actualization of your baptism, just people talk of baptism, come along, I'll baptize you. It's not possible that way. It's just an artificial ritual. Try to understand. This is not going to render that actual happening within you which is going to make you grow spiritually. So the actualization of baptism takes place and you can feel also from your fontanelle bone area a kind of a cool breeze of the Holy Ghost coming in. Feel extremely relaxed. Secondly, that you jump into another higher awareness which we call as collective consciousness. <clears throat> this means that not only that you can feel your own centers on your fingertips, because these cool vibrations, you can call them, start flowing through your own hands. You can feel them. But also you get the information about others as well as about yourself on these fingertips. Automatically, you become like a person who is a computer. It starts working in such a wonderful manner that you can find out about any disease, any trouble, without going through all the diagnosis or anything. And if you know how to cure these troubles physically, mentally, you can definitely cure yourself and also others if you have reached that state and have permanently achieved it. This is what has to happen to us. All of us have to achieve that state, which is your right to achieve it. Sahaja means with you is born. This yoga means the union. The union with this all-pervading power of God's love. 
it exists or not, we have never bothered to find out. <clears throat> we see these beautiful flowers, very beautiful flowers and everything around. When I came from Sydney, I saw the beauty the nature has just spread for the pleasure of human beings. <clears throat> we never even think how it has happened. What has worked it out, all these living things? We don't even think how this eye of ours is such a beautiful camera, how it has been made, how is it, this brain, which is such a great computer, how is it made? That was a talk by Sri Mataji Nirmaladevi, and hopefully you have achieved that state of thoughtless awareness during the meditation. Today we've been talking about the Sahasrara Chakra, and vibratory awareness begins at the point of the Sahasrara. As the Kundalini unites our individual consciousness to the universal consciousness. So if you like now just see if you can feel the presence of the Kundalini above your head. You can try with the left hand first. See if you can feel the energy on the palm of your hand. If you move your hand around a little bit above the head. You can also try with your right hand. See if you feel that energy flowing it may be a warm energy or it may be a cool energy. Ideally it's cool once the subtle system clears out. So the Kundalini is working, working to bring about balance in your subtle system and you'll feel some of that energy at the top of the head. And this will become stronger as you go deeper in your meditation. So Try and keep meditating every day, uh, 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes in the evening, or as long as you like. And please visit the website freemeditation.com. That's freemeditation.com to find out more about Sahaja Yoga. And keep listening to the audio programs on SoundCloud. This is Lawrence saying bye for now on the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program.